Hi there, and welcome to Even If, a weekly podcast about standing firm when life is shaking. I'm your host, Kelly Strife. Strife rhymes with wife. And together, we're finding the courage to approach uncertain and unwanted seasons of life through a posture of faith that stands firm and declares, even if he doesn't, he is still good. This is a big week, guys. It's a big week on the podcast, and it's a big week in our lives. This Sunday, June 14th, will be Imogen's first birthday. It'll mark one year since she was born. And I've spent the last several months thinking about how we want to spend this day. And we decided early on that we want this day to be a celebration in every way, a celebration of her life, of her legacy, and a celebration of all God has done in these last 365 days. So this whole week on the podcast and on Instagram, we're celebrating with stories, with bonus episodes, and with lots of giveaways and gifts for you guys. And I'm super excited about our bonus episodes this week. First, I asked you on Instagram to send me your top questions about our story, about stillbirth, about Imogen, about whatever you had questions about. And I got more than 70 questions sent in, which is crazy, way more than I expected. But it clearly shows that there are things you want to know. So we have two Q&A episodes releasing this week. And fun news with that, my husband Peter is joining me on those episodes. And we don't answer all 70 questions, so... I'm sorry, or you're welcome, depending on your perspective, but we do talk about more of the specifics of our story. We talk about how we've processed our grief, both separately and together, and we share a little bit about how this has affected our marriage over the last year, too. And these honestly might be my favorite episodes that we've ever recorded because I loved having a conversation with Peter and letting you hear his voice and his perspective in addition to mine. I also sat down a few weeks ago with my friend and author, K.J. Ramsey. Her book launched on May 12th, and it's called This Too Shall Last, Finding Grace When Suffering Lingers. And if the title alone doesn't make you want to read it, I can tell you it is a beautiful perspective on God's presence and comfort in the middle of our pain. And I'm so excited for you to hear from her, especially those of you who are in the middle of hard seasons that don't seem to be relenting or letting up right now. But on today's episode, I am speaking about the power that we have in the middle of our stories, the ones we want and the ones we never would have chosen. And this is something I can declare to be true, not just because somebody taught me, not because I read it somewhere, but because I have lived it out over this last year. And I've made this choice for myself. And I'm grateful and honestly, I'm proud that this is where we find ourselves one year later. We're coming up on 365 days since Imogen was born. That's 365 days of a future that we didn't imagine. 365 days of missing milestones and celebrations of just missing her presence in our lives. 365 days of life not changing except everything has changed and feeling caught between two worlds. And 365 days of living a story that we didn't write. And here's what I know. We didn't choose this story, but we do choose how we tell it and even more importantly, how we live it. And you do too. 
There are moments when I forget this part of our story, if I'm honest. There are moments when I sit working at my desk and my mind isn't replaying the loss of the last year. Sometimes I forget that we spent nine months pregnant and six weeks in childbirth classes and 24 hours in labor and one full day with our baby girl. That was unfathomable to me at this time last year. A year ago, there wasn't a moment that Imogen wasn't the first thing on my mind, either right before she was born or right after. But now, sometimes I forget. More often, though, I remember. When I stand in front of the mirror and see the ways my body has changed from the way Imogen made it her home, the only home she ever knew. When I work in her room surrounded by her pictures and books and a few memories of her short time with us here on earth. And when I sit down each week to tell a new part of her story or share a new revelation God has given us in this season, I always remember her then. And then, of course, there are those random moments when I'm not doing anything related to her, when there's nothing in sight to remind me of her, but my body, my mind, and my spirit long for her. And it reminds me that something is missing from my life here. The truth is, we never would have written the story this way. I can think of a dozen different ways I would have scripted this story that could have honored God, that could have brought him glory, that could have strengthened our faith, and could have still kept Imogen here. And up until we left the hospital without Imogen, I kept thinking, oh, it would be even better if God intervened now. God, this would be an incredible moment to step in and rewrite the ending. And when that moment passed, we discovered another one even more perfect than the first. We gave him a lot of chances, you know? We gave him a lot of opportunities to show up and show off in ways we would have wanted, that we would have understood, that we would have chosen. And he didn't take a single one. The truth is, though, I would have rewritten a lot of stories. I would have rescued Joseph from the pit long before he could have been sold into slavery. I wouldn't have made Mary face the world as a single pregnant teenager. I would have taken the Israelites on the shorter, more direct route to the promised land. I would shortcut the waiting, the longing, the suffering, and the loss every single time because if given the option, who would ever choose the long way around? Who would ever choose to stay put in the pit? Who would choose the pain, the grief, the suffering, or the loss? Nobody's hands are in the air. I can't see you, but I know nobody is raising their hands right now. Because the stories we would write would be filled with comfort and ease. The girl would always get the guy. The hero would always live. Kids would be healed. Families reunited. Prayers answered yes and quickly, please. But for some reason, that's not the story he's writing. It's not the story he wrote for them. It's not the story he's writing for us. And it might not be the story he's writing for you. I didn't get a say in that. He didn't give me a rough draft and take feedback and edits. I didn't get to sign off on the preview. He knows the desires of my heart, but he didn't run this plan by me. I didn't get to choose this story. But I do get to choose how I see it, how I tell it and how I live it. And somehow that gives me back a level of agency and consent. I'm not in control, but I do get a choice. I am not a victim that's at the mercy of every bad thing that comes my way. 
I'm an active participant in my life, even in the middle of this painful chapter, and my actions do affect the world around me. I make decisions every single day about how I'll live out this scene, and ultimately, the way I'm living out this chapter does affect the way the end is written. I could sink under a cloud of depression and despair. I could keep my mouth shut or I could moan about how unfair this part of our story is. And to be honest, some days it feels that way. Some days all I can see is the way God is answering the prayers of other people around me. Some days my eyes want to focus on what everyone else has compared to what I lack. Some days it would be easier to give up, to let those lies that are so close to the truth take hold and leave me angry and bitter and sour. I could choose that. But what legacy would that leave for Imogen? How would that honor God? And how would that bring any purpose to the pain that we're living out no matter what? Or I can choose to steward this season of our lives in a way that makes Imogen's life last beyond the months she's spent here on earth. I can choose to use this intersection of my gifts, my passion, and now my experience, even though it is not the experience I wanted. But I can use this intersection to shout about God's goodness, even here in our pain and loss. I can choose to wake up every day and honor the very real pain that I feel while still acknowledging that my feelings ultimately come into alignment with truth when they encounter the God whose goodness never ends. And I can choose to embrace the reality that God is God and I am not. And so my life isn't about me. It was never about me. So how I would write the story isn't actually all that relevant, but how I live it is. And that's the choice I'm making. It's a choice I've made once and for all, and it's also a choice I make every single day, sometimes multiple times a day. And it's a choice that you can make too. There's nothing special about me. There's nothing innately strong or inspirational about me. There's nothing untouchable or unattainable about the way we've chosen to live in this season. It's a choice, a hard choice, a daily choice. And it's a choice that you can make too. It's a choice to honor your pain and to deal with it appropriately. This isn't a call to deny it or stuff it away, but it's a choice to honor your pain and to allow God to work even here in you and through you, equipping you for what he's called you to in this season. And just like Mary and Joseph and the Israelites, to allow the pain and hardship of this season to produce fruitfulness and provision for the next. You might not have chosen to live this story, but you do get to choose how you will. Make the choice to live it well. This is Imogen's birthday week, and we have an ask from you and a gift for you. This whole week is about celebrating and honoring Imogen's life, and will culminate with her birthday on Sunday, June 14th. And we would love to hear from you how her life has impacted yours. We've created an email account just for people to send notes to, and it would mean so much to us if you'd send us an email to happybirthdayimogen at gmail.com. That's happybirthdayimogen. I-M-O-G-E-N at gmail.com 
and tell us how her life has mattered, how it's impacted yours, and how God is moving through her story. I'll print them all out for us to read on her birthday as we celebrate one year since she was born. And we haven't forgotten about birthday gifts. And since we can't give gifts to Imogen on her birthday, we're giving them to you instead. You can follow me on Instagram. I'm at kelly.strife. And we have a new giveaway every day this week. You can find instructions for entering there. 